0: We are live, episode 9, Always Betting, with Pisky and the Full Dog. What do you think of that intro, Full full Dog? Like, we are live. (laughs) I do it Um, every week. Are you a fan of it? It's
1: starting to uh, grow on me.
0: (laughs) We still gotta get that song going on here. Uh, I, I mentioned to you last week that a lot of things are on back order. That's one of them. So, maybe we'll get a bit more excitement there, but for now, it is We Are Live. And this past week, I got some feedback about our podcast, which is fantastic, and I want to thank everyone that does that for us. Whether it be good, bad, or ugly, send it over, send it over, because we are really poking in the dark with this podcast thing, so any feedback we can get from the crowd is very welcomed, even if it's negative, and... Uh, Prefer negative. Yeah, yeah, we, we have to improve. And the feedback was that uh, they really like when we just shoot the shit, right? Just be ourselves, go off script. So this episode here, I, I'm, I got a sound coming for you, full dog. <laughs> what's uh-huh, <yeah. laughs> what's that sound? About? Cerveza time. We're going to do things a little differently today. Ooh, ah, nice sip. And uh, yeah, yeah. Let's 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 just be ourselves. I guess that's what we should be every single time though. But I, I I get what the the people were saying, how things are are really structured, and maybe it's better, yeah, just to to let loose a little bit. So we're gonna try to do that today. But what I want to lead off with is I've been telling you for a while, full dog, that I've been listening to this audio book. And I think you told me you, you read parts of it. It's called Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And I have re- watched I've
1: watched a lot of his like YouTube videos and stuff.
0: Okay. Okay. Well, dude, this this book I, I wish we could sit in the same room and just push play and listen to it over a couple surveys because let me tell you, first of all, I, I wish I would have read this or listened to it about ten years ago. But you know, it's never too late to learn and never too late to understand exactly what we have going on versus what other people have going on. But, yeah, if, you, uh, if you stop learning and growing, you die. Yeah, that exactly. But a lot of what this guy says, holy cow, man. Like it is, it is so bang on compared to what we do. So I want to start off today's episode with a quote. And here's how it goes. It is not gambling if you know what you're doing. It is gambling if you're throwing your money at a game or investment and praying. The idea in anything is to use your technical knowledge, wisdom, and love of the game to cut down the odds and lower the risk. There is always risk, but the smarter you are, the better chance you have at beating the odds. What do you think of that, my friend?
1: Yeah, that's
0: 100% right. (laughs) Just the opening one, that's what really piqued my interest. It is not gambling if you know what you're doing so i still stra i don't know about you dude but i still struggle to tell people like what it is we do like i know what we do right we do it every day of our lives but well
1: the easiest way is go back to last week's episode and we invest in bad numbers on sport games
0: yeah and and, and it just doesn't extend to sports right like i know i know i talk about crypto here and i know we you know we're involved in precious metals and stocks and all kinds of different shit but it's all value so if we see an opportunity if we see value if we see a bad number we bet it regardless of what the market is yeah it could could
1: be anything it could be a property it could be anything
0: that's what i mean we will you know and and we don't see value
1: in it we go for it
0: exactly and we don't exclude ourselves to sports betting Right, we'll bet on hamster racing if, if there's value there, right? If we're going to beat hey, it. If
1: you, if you can tell me one of them is on steroids, I'm totally <laughs> down. Let's go.
0: Yeah, so I, I thought that was really interesting. And, and dude, like I said, I, next time we're together in person, we're going to at least listen to a couple chapters together because, holy shit, it explains so much and it just gives you a completely, completely different way of looking at things. Because we were raised, you know, in a blue-collar environment where, you know, you're always going to be an employee and you got to work hard and save your money. No, this guy goes complete opposite direction and gives you a whole different perspective, which now you and I are in the position that he's talking about. And it's it's like night and day. It, it's honestly life-changing just listening to that stuff. Okay, so I, I like that start. I like, I like the, the role we're on right out of the gate here. Uh, quick mention of crypto. The only thing I want to say about crypto this week is this decentralized finance stuff. Uh, it's been six plus months that Banfield Group has been involved with it. And how would you describe Give me one word to describe DeFi, full dog. Free money? <laughs> That's more than one word. But yes, amazing. <coughs> it is. It, we have nothing negative to say about it. Nothing has gone shit to bet on us nothing has been hacked nothing has been negative at all it has been pure positive and some of these platforms what they're paying is absolutely insane basically DeFi is a high interest savings account on steroids and you know you take yourself out of that crypto gambling uh game because when you're playing with DeFi, you're usually using a stable coin, which is always trading to one dollar on a U.S. Do- uh, with U.S. dollars. So one stable coin is one U.S. dollar all the time, and you're just earning interest on whatever you put in that in those stable coins. It is amazing. That's all I want to say about crypto. It is great. If you need some guidance on how to get involved with it, or what to do, or even how to start, hit us up. Right? You can get us on Instagram, you can get us on Facebook, you can get us in text message, whatever you want, way you want to do it. We're here to help because this is something special that is going to change the world and we want everyone to enjoy it as much as we are. Moving along, sports betting. We had another great one. I saw the, I saw the text come through early in the week. How was it going on the sports betting field with you and Bean, full dog?
1: No, another solid week. Second best one this year, so that's two in a row. In Beautiful. this new place, fucking loving having an office again, and a desk and
0: is that what it is? You're focused <laughs> yeah, in there? I,
1: I think so. I finally have a place to work. <laughs> I've been working off of a little off a table for a while.
0: Oh, in the other condo, that little corner table? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's tough, man. Oh, I I I have I can imagine, right? Especially with young daughter running around and stuff, you got to focus. And uh, yeah, <laughs> but no, no,
1: it's it's been going. So it went solid last week, right through. So beautiful. I can't really think of any bad beats or anything last week that really aggravated me. Still, I'm still on the Patriots one from a couple weeks ago. So,
0: <laughs> well, I remember you sending me a couple nasty texts after that uh, Seattle bomb in the first two minutes of that game, uh, I think we were on the under. Yeah, well,
1: their, own, their only offense was 84-yarder uh, to DK Metcalf for the entire game, and they did it in five minutes. Right. And I... got, to, got to turn my TV off right away.
0: <laughs> yeah, I remember <laughs> getting those heated texts. Uh, what were we on there? Was it Metcalf, I think, under yardage, and we had uh, Geno under his longest pass or something like that, right? I think you met yeah, them individually. Yeah. And... Yeah. <laughs> with one play kaboom all right that's probably did. It. <laughs> but yeah that that's that's the annoying part is that that is the only thing that really happened in that game but that's that's the way it goes sometimes oh man i i hate that i hate that when you send me plays and before i even get to share them on social media <laughs> bam, they already lose so yeah maybe i keep a, a few of those in my back pocket i don't share them as much but we did hit the total i think on that one
1: yep we did crank the total and that was the one that counted so
0: beautiful beautiful so that's good that's that's awesome was there anything in particular that was working better than anything else props hotter than live or anything like None that
1: No, live on college has been solid every single week this year and uh, same thing with times on college beautiful Next year, I'm, next year, we're I already got my plan for you. We're sending you down to the Westgate.
0: <laughs> I I was just gonna say that you you sent me a text earlier in the week saying Pisk. I think next year you might have to be doing some time in the desert because I need somebody on the ground at the Westgate. So what are they doing that you're seeing that uh, you, could, you, you could use a Pisky in, in town?
1: Well. These one aa A half times are way too easy, and they're the only place that offers them in Vegas. And there's not very many that offer them offshore. So,
0: okay, so let's let's back up for a second. There, what do you mean by they're too easy? What are you seeing?
1: Oh, they're just putting up bad numbers. Like I think they have a B crew creating the halftime number for this. Okay, they're basically just putting projections, and they're not looking at what happened in the first half. If you can't do that in wow. college,
0: so you're just sitting there. The mathematical whiz going doot a root with your calculator and saying, whoa, that's completely wrong. Uh, dude, we're, we're betting
1: about 20, 25 of them a Saturday and coming out up 11 units, 12 units and stuff like that. So.
0: Holy shit. Yeah, the only question there, and I think I've mentioned it in in past episodes, is that we have some friends that have already been kicked out of the Westgate, so how long? Yeah. How long do you think they would... Go without with you know just letting, let's say it's next year. Let's say Pisky's down there. How long before they're uh, showing me to the door?
1: (laughs) I don't know. I'm hoping a while. I need to. I'm hoping for at least eight weeks. (laughs) At the end at the end of the season, the double A's kind of suck anyway. So as long as we can get the first eight weeks of the season in, we should be good. That's amazing.
0: Uh, I, I would love to. I would do that in a heartbeat because, dude, I'm telling you, this crown game that we're playing here in Toronto is has changed my life, first of all. My life was stagnant. My life was boring. My life was unadventurous. And now every single day that you send me out uh, with different combos, it just, you know, meeting, you, get to, you get to meet new people. Oh, it's, this is what Pisky needed you, you know how much of a people person I am this, is, this has given me life Like nothing has ever In the past Well I shouldn't say nothing But it's in the top five honestly Just meeting all kinds of new people I, I, I want to start learning Indian Because there's <laughs> The amount of Indian friends I have now uh, The country India Not the natives the, Yeah it's, it, is, it is fantastic it really is and just they, they listen all these people definitely think that I'm a huge degenerate no matter how many times I tell them I'm not oh yeah <laughs> but it's it's given me a, honestly it's given me a whole new appreciation for the city of Toronto just because I'm out there and and going to all different parts of the city and talking to all these people and really just hearing about their lives, hearing about their kids, hearing about their their siblings, their spouses. It's really, really something. And I remember when you were here with me, Full Dog, doing a lot of the same of what I'm doing now. You said the same thing, right? Toronto grew on you after a while.
1: Oh, yeah, I know everybody there now.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's it's really cool. It's really cool. So I'm having an absolute blast with that i actually went to some of your spots i know you're i know you're basically famous in downtown toronto i a am couple, still a i haven't <laughs> been there in two years and i'm sure they still know me you know what a lot of a lot of people uh actually mention you without knowing that i'm connected with you right they're like there used to be this guy that would come in <laughs> and i know exactly who they're talking about and the odd time i have pulled out a picture and and it absolutely blows their mind, and they're like, "Oh my god, that's the guy! How is he?" <laughs> and so, yeah, you got to come do a, come do like a, a what do they call it? Like a, just a. <laughs> Anyways, you got to come, you got to come up here and do a tour of duty and and go see all your people and say hi to everyone. I was at actually two of your spots that you are very famous at. Uh, you know that place in Union Station, Union Mercado. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So I went there and made a TikTok this past—I uh, think it was yesterday—and <laughs> the guy was cracking up. He, his only request: don't get my face. But no, it's not. It's not about them. It's, uh, it's, it's. Anyways, it's it's coming. It's coming in a couple days. Halloween. I'm doing a a big push on the TikTok front. <laughs> I got oh, this. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I got this new you thing. Getting all dr- you getting all dressed up and everything? Absolutely, absolutely. Perfect. Yes. Nice. <laughs> so once once that happens, then that'll give me a base to start moving forward with some of this other hilarious shit that I've been putting together. I hope it's hilarious to everyone else. It's hilarious to me. I know you'll you'll absolutely love it. But whatever, we're just having uh, we're just having fun with all of this. And the other place I went again was your university spot and that guy honestly i i feel like he's almost related to you he he talks about you every time i go in <laughs> how's, how's my buddy in costa rica doing I'm like he's good man he's good he's good he's enjoying the hot weather while we're starting to get freezing cold weather up here he lives at the beach yeah his life is pretty fucking awesome and <laughs> he's going to come visit soon that's what that's how i uh, that's how i describe it there was also another sticking on this okay because let me explain to everybody. So this new project that the Full Dog and I have going on, he we basically chase value parlays all around the city. So every day there's games on the board, and the Full Dog sniffs out value, and he's like, Pisk, go grab this parley for X amount of dollars. Go grab this parley for X amount of dollars. So that's what I do. I literally walk around the city going store to store every single day. And yeah, because...
1: You have to explain there's also... Because there's a $100 limit per store. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, yes, I I just... I'm assuming that everybody knows that, but obviously everyone does not. So, there is a limit per store. So, you're allowed a $100 wager per store uh, per person, I guess. And that's the reason why I, I go store to store to store to store. But... The other day, so the other day I was out for a walk. I I was with Britt. She came with me, and we were in the west end of the city. I never, like, go that far west. This is, like, Lansdowne West. And I think it was Dundas and Lansdowne or something. And I walk into this convenience store, and, dude, honestly, it felt like I walked into a litter box. It stunk like piss so bad in that convenience (laughs) store. I I, I don't even, I, I can't even describe it. Like how badly this place stunk. Anyways, I went in. Well, I bumped, some
1: places you gotta cross off the list.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so Britt Britt goes in first. She buys her ticket, hundred bucks. I go in next. I'm just right behind her. Right, we go in together. The lady actually wouldn't sell me a ticket. Can you believe that? I've seen it. You've seen it?
1: Yeah. She. she when I used to go visit my mom in Cornwall, and I'd have her come with me so I could pound it out really quick. Yeah um she would uh we would run into that over there
0: that that is unbelievable i i i was i thought she was joking at first because she said oh no that lady just played 100 i'm like that's okay that's that lady's ticket that's not my ticket and she's like no no i can only do 100 and i'm like excuse me like this poor lady's english was broken and stuff so i i couldn't really explain to her but yeah, it's hard enough getting down when it's 100 per store, but when they start doing shit like that, where it's 100 per group of people that, that are going in, oh, yeah. that, that are unaffiliated with one another, like, that's that's ridiculous, that's ridiculous. I was in a good mood that day, so I let it slide, but normally, yeah. I, I've argued. Have you, and did it get you uh, anywhere?
1: no. Got nope. them. It got the store off the list of places that I went,
0: though. <laughs> and and that's the thing. Like, okay, I get they got to abide by these rules because I'm sure if they if they play against the rules, they're going to get a call from the OLG and the OLG will threaten to take their machine. I I really don't. Yeah, that's the what they told me. That.
1: They've to, they've told me that before. Yeah, that's weak sauce. But
0: I, I get it. If if listen, if you're if you're livelihood is through this lottery terminal then yeah okay you got to be careful with what you do but at the end of the day you know why why are you being a security guard right like you're making a percentage on it they make a percentage on sales so why are you acting as though you're the rcmp of the OLG, you know what I mean? It, it really doesn't add up to me. Like I get, you got to play by the rules, but enforcing them to the next level—that makes no sense because you're hurting your own business. Am I just seeing it wrong? That, that 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 seems right, does it not? I don't know. I
1: think the OLG should learn how to manage their liability in their in a different way. Like you shouldn't be—you shouldn't be relying on stores to block people. You should be relying on when volume comes in, move your line or do something about it. Mm. And if you don't have the system to do so, we'll build it.
0: Yeah, well, they, they've tried to do that with the whole online thing that they've done, uh, which, <laughs> I from what I've heard, is not going too well, but it, whatever, that's their problem, not ours. But, yeah, no, I their liability, it's, it's weird, man, because it used to be liability management, that used to be the coin phrase, and then it kind of turned into responsible gambling, which you don't know my financial situation. Like, how dare you tell me what I can and cannot bet, right? That, <laughs> yeah, that's... How do you tell
1: me what's responsible? <laughs> yeah,
0: no, exactly. Especially when you're talking to us, two fucking maniacs <laughs> fucking swinging for the fences. But, yeah, it, listen, I, I get it if you're putting out your list at the beginning of the week and your games are vulnerable all week long, but they, they change it over a lot these days. And with the props, they offer them day of. Yeah. So th- that I really don't understand. I really don't understand the prop situation. But whatever, we'll keep playing by the rules and keep grinding away because we know uh, we know what the end result is going to be. The last thing I wanted to say about this ground game that we are playing right now is what happened on Sunday. The addition of that extra... Four, 4 p.m. game was it? Was it a four p.m. game? Yeah, it was the Raiders and. Oh, Philly. and they threw, up an, they threw up an extra prop card. Oh my goodness! So, I think I think you must have caught it right, full dog on on the uh, on Facebook or Instagram. That yeah. I kind of started screaming at them at, on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. What annoys me is that they responded to a lot of other people on Twitter, but they did not respond to Banfield Group. So that pisses me off a little bit. And You better well, get our name out there, then. Well, we're we're again. I have I have a lot a lot of things in store for <laughs> for these guys, but that one in particular. So let me explain to everyone what happened to us. So I'm walking around the city on Sunday's a huge betting day for us, right? There's all kinds of games on the board. The full dogs is, is texting me combos nonstop, and I gotta fill them out. I gotta get money together. I gotta hit the streets. I gotta play all these combos that he keeps texting me. And then I think it was around, what, 1 o'clock, was it? Yeah, I think it was 12.30? 1, 12.30, 1230 like 1 o'clock, yeah, 12.30, 1 o'clock. And the full dog calls me. So when the full dog calls me half an hour before kickoff, 1 o'clock kickoffs on a Sunday, I know something is terribly wrong because usually we don't have time to even text each other. So if a call is coming through, I know it's serious. So I pick up the call. I'm in the west end of the city, somewhere on Bathurst. And he's like, "Yo, they just uh, added the Philly Las Vegas game to uh, to to the props section of, of their website, and I see some value. You 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 you, you got to bet it." And I'm like, "Dude, like I'm not even fucking close to home. I still got other combos that you sent me this morning. Like, what the what the fuck? <laughs> I'm like, that that's that's never happened before. How how once they just added a game?" So, the issue being like, okay, they add a game. That's great. That's great for us. The more, the more. The more value I see, the better. Yeah, the more value the full dog sends me, the better because I know the more instances that I bet in the long run, we're gonna get them. So now I'm I'm at a at a point where I'm nowhere close to home, and I got to rush back to my apartment, and. But the the issue here, the main issue and why I went nuts at them on Twitter is because when you add a game to the system, their old, antiquated, disgusting system at the Lottery Corp, it makes every other prop card or pools card unavailable for playing. Like every retailer in the province of Ontario has to refresh their machine in order for the games to become available again. That's including the one that they added and every other game that was out there. <coughs> so... They, I, have a feel, I have a feeling they worked on that this week. I don't know. Their, whole,
1: their, their whole site and everything was down um, for all of Tuesday. All, all yesterday.
0: Yeah, I, I actually got a few texts about that from guys that still work there, there was some planned maintenance that went a little a little <laughs> went a little wrong. And uh, yeah, they were down like almost for a full day. Uh, okay. So anyways, yeah, it, it, that's, that's the reason why I went nuts on Twitter is because it was next to impossible to bet anything after that because I was going from store to store to store and nobody knows how to reset their machine. No one understands what I'm saying. I, I can yeah, guide that's, them that's, through it. That's, that's,
1: that's what happens when you have uh, shoppers, employees, and yeah, stuff, stuff like that. Then they, they don't know any of that stuff. No, they're not, no, they're not trained
0: on it. No, they're not, and they're not. So, again, I didn't get a response from the lottery guys, but I, I hope they heard my message because that that is a nightmare. When they do that, that is an absolute well, nightmare. And dude, I'm I'm sure it costs them. Oh, in volume, vo- in volume, for sure. Absolutely, it did. Absolutely, it did, and and just like again in the downtown core, the amount of machines I reset personally probably helped them out a shit ton. Right? Oh yeah. So that's what I was asking for. I'm like, hey, I deserve compensation. Give me give me a free play or let me let me go take a picture with a big check at the the price center. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, all right, that's enough about them. We'll stop picking on them, yeah. but. The grind continues, and uh, again on Halloween I got a special treat coming for you. Finally, TikTok. Not uh, well, I, I got quite a few up there, but they're they're very like kosher ones. They're just oh, so I
1: actually have to look this up. I haven't even looked.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Go check them out. I'm oh, okay. on there. It's 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 a lot of pisky, and right now what I'm doing is I'm just telling our story. So I'm getting the, the the app to ask me questions, and I'm basically explaining who we are, what we do, what bad numbers are, uh, how we started, what we bet on, shit like that, right? So I'm I'm just trying to create a story. Uh, there's not much traction at all right now. Nothing's nothing's really funny or catchy. But on Halloween, on Halloween, I got something special coming down the pipe, and for all the sports books out there that limit us and not just us. I guess all the other professional sports bettors out there. There we got something coming down the line that is going to call out these people. <laughs> call out these sports books for the unfair game that they play. And and let me explain that a little bit. When you get good at sports betting, when you turn a profit in sports betting regularly, places will kick you out. They'll, they'll limit your wagers or limit your stake to peanuts, $10.
1: To $10. $10 so that you, ha- you have to leave.
0: Yeah, exactly. And not a lot of people know this because what's the percentage? 99% of gamblers lose? Yeah, Is that a fair number, Full Dog?
1: Yeah, as far as I'm concerned, this is completely unfair practice. There's actually been lawsuits in Australia and all over the world over these type of things. And a lot of gamblers have had favorable rulings in Australia to where now books are required to take a minimum $1,000 bet from
0: people that and and that should be standard practice across the board, especially with the legalization of everything yeah. here in Canada, the US. Like I see guys like professional dudes like Spanky and and shit like that screaming about it on Twitter all day long. As far as I'm concerned, it's unfair consumer practice. and if it if it keeps happening in legal
1: markets, like right now, most of what we play is offshore. Mm-hmm. But if this starts happening with legal Canadian books that have licenses in Canada operating and stuff like that, you better believe we are going to be starting a class action suit.
0: Yeah, we have to. It, it, it yeah. is not fair and nobody realizes it because everyone 99% of gamblers are recreational, you know, they're betting with emotion, they're going with their buddies, they're pooling money. You know what I mean? They they're just like that opening quote said, they're they're, they're sp- spraying and praying. <laughs> right? That they're not they're not doing this for real for keeps and the fact that they can just shut you down if you show any signs of intelligence they just shut you down that that's crazy that's crazy and i uh, we've been shut down from books when we were
1: down just because our bets looked like they could win
0: yeah that, that that that's absurd that's absolutely absurd so i i know people screaming about them on twitter the very 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 minute percentage of professional gamblers screaming about it on twitter so now if you, it, you know what, more of these touts should be screaming about it on
1: Twitter, and they don't, which makes me believe that 90% of these touts actually don't win, because if you did, you would know
0: about these oh, things. Oh, dude, for sure. Like, we, this tout thing is an episode on its own, but, like, yeah, if, if you're a tout, if you're selling shit, and I made a TikTok about this, if you're actually good, if you know you're going to come out on top, which Banfield Group, we know at the end of the day, we're, there's a really good chance that we're going to be on top. What's the point of, What's the point of selling? Why don't you just go bet it yourself? Yeah, it's more work, right? To to, to to do the whole marketing thing and 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 put people's like fucking money on your shoulders and like we have we have cold streaks. Could you imagine having a deal with cold streaks with five thousand clients fucking betting your shit?
1: Yeah, yeah. emailing you and complaining. Yeah. Oh sense. my
0: god. Yeah. Just you know, direct your cell phone line cell phone line to a to a fucking suicide hotline <laughs> yeah right? like you know you don't want to deal with that so so that's the I thing I, I don't get touts touts if you're that good you would bet your shit yep you would bet your shit It's simple as that and so yeah that's the problem we have is that we get kicked out of everywhere whether it be local bookies whether it be online sports books it, it doesn't matter but it but it's not fair and I got something coming on Halloween that now we are going to start screaming about it on TikTok. <laughs> Full dog, you're going to love how we're going to do it. I, I think you're really going to be a big fan of it. So that's something to look forward to. Uh, what's what's next? I, again, I I am really doing this freelance style or free. Yeah, free... how I do it every week. Yeah, I don't, no, I don't, this... I, don't, I don't write
1: a single thing down, and I tell you to just say go.
0: This this is great though. I feel much more liberated. I I feel like we're not standing to script, and I feel like this is a lot of our phone conversations where we just fucking, you know, you call for a five-minute update, and all of a sudden you're like, holy shit, we've been talking for forty-five minutes here, like, oh my god, right? Just time flies. So, this is good, but I do have a note of telling a couple bookie stories. You want to get into that, full dog? All
1: right, what do you got for me?
0: Bookie stories. Who you so... want who you want to
1: who you want to start with?
0: <laughs> so. Uh again, uh this is Bookie stories are fine. I think there's a huge misconception around bookies that, you know, you're dealing with very sketchy, very unsafe individuals. Now, you know. To oh, a sometimes de- you are. Yeah, to a degree they are kind of sketchy sometimes. And and we're gonna get into a couple stories here that are <laughs> very sketchy. But I I've never felt threatened or but again that's that's not even fair to say because we're coming at it from a completely different angle we know in the long run we're going to be up on these mofos and we pay our bills when we are down so if yeah if you're dating if if you're dealing with these shady characters and you're not paying while you're down well I I don't even know what happens in that in that space and I really wouldn't want to figure find out but anyways we'll start with um Why don't we start uh, with some of the guys that you met in New York?
1: Okay, this is before we were even betting. Yeah, this is... When I I used to go down there for trips just to to basically meet people and grow the network and stuff like that. What was it? The collect Uh, tag count? No, it was just to grow the network and meet people and just put a face, you know what I mean? Stuff like that. And I remember we went down there and it wasn't even me that was meeting one of these guys and... We go, we meet him in on a street corner in the middle of the city and he's and I'm with my buddy who's supposed to be meeting him and the guy basically looks at me. He looks this guy looked exactly like Tony Soprano's dad in the Sopranos. (laughs) Dressed in a trench coat in the middle of summer in downtown New York. Oh yeah. And he's like he's like you, you go stand over there. Oh yeah. I'm like, oh yeah. I'm like, this is interesting. And that was my first actual experience meeting an actual bookie. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm like
0: so it seemed like just you like mess the movies.
1: These guys. Yeah, it seemed just like the movies. And you're like, okay, see, this is actually how how it is.
0: <laughs> that's hilarious. And was he an older guy or a younger guy? Oh yeah, he
1: was in his fifties, sixties.
0: Oh yeah. Like I said,
1: Tony Soprano's dad.
0: Oh man. That's uh that's really funny. That's really funny. So trench coat, did he have any type of hat on? Like one of those like old style hats? I don't remember. No. Oh. <laughs> that's that's cool. I, I remember a bookie in New York as well. We were again connected with the with the same people. So I was down there probably doing the same thing you were. Again, I wasn't the 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 meat guy. I was just with people that had yeah, to meet the bookies, right? Exactly.
1: We always went around for the trips just to go see baseball games.
0: Yeah, 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 baseball. Yeah, New York trips were so much fun. We had, we had a blast. Uh but I remember this this one guy and he looked rough. He was into construction, obviously. <laughs> and he was like yeah, like, you could tell he was a guy like, you didn't want to fuck with this guy at all. And I remember he, him telling me that I I looked like a cat. He reminded me of a cat or something like that. And I, I I don't know what that is. Maybe my eyes or something. I don't know. Maybe we got into a little <laughs> gummy or something. I don't know. I, I still don't understand it to this day. But he also asked, which is really, really funny. Because we were working at the betting office at the time, right? On the Native Reserve just outside our hometown.
1: Yeah, it was when we first started. Yeah, yeah. I'm not even, I'm not even sure if I was 18 on my first trip when I went down to New York <laughs> for that.
0: But I remember his, one of his questions was he was asking about some of the clerks that he talked to on a regular basis. Female clerks saying, hey, oh, is, yeah. <laughs> is this girl this girl hot? This girl, this girl sexy? And I'm like, uh, uh, I didn't have the heart to tell him. I just said, ah, eh, not bad. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, but because uh, w- some of them,
1: some of them would really do it up on the phone.
0: Oh man, some some of the voices, and I, honestly, I don't know if they what were they doing because the the gamblers that we were answering the phones, and yeah, the gamblers that were calling in, they weren't allowed to tip us. I remember that was a thing, like no tips allowed. No, and
1: some of them would. Some of these girls would actually get Western Unions and shit on the side tips are, from the guys.
0: Are you serious? Oh yeah. Oh, wow. So maybe that's what he was relating to because I do remember some of the women that he was talking about and they would answer the phone very flirtatiously, especially when they saw his particular number. They would answer it with a certain tone, almost like a kind of a porn star type of voice to it, you know? I Again, I, I, I don't know exactly why that reminded me of a porn star, but yeah, he I remember inquiring and... Uh, the, the people that he was talking to were, were not very attractive at all. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Some of these guys
1: used to, some of these agents used to want to fly the girls down to the States. And I'm like, dude, you're going to regret that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> right? It's just a voice, man. It is just a voice. And yes, I do remember that specific thing of uh, trying to get some of the clerks flown down. And yeah, that would have been quite the oh, <laughs> quite, <yeah. laughs> quite the surprise at the airport oh my god that would be that would be crazy and for for everyone listening that uh, used to work for us in that office on you on the reserve, that. you guys know who we're talking about <laughs> <laughs> the shoddy <laughs> oh good times, good times uh Anyways, yeah, let's, let's talk about this other story. So I know pre-recording, Full Dog, you told me you got to tell that story about the time you went up to Vaughn and uh, went into the, the poker room. Oh,
1: the one time we couldn't get an account.
0: Yes, yes. Okay, so the, let's, let's start with the preface a little bit. The, the Full Dog and I are always looking for accounts. So, again, anyone listening to this, if you have a bookie or if you know anybody that is involved in sports betting, we are always looking for new accounts because, again, once we start start kicking ass, they kick us out. So, we're always looking for new places to bet. So, we we got hooked up with this really terrible fucking gambler in Toronto. Do you remember him? What was his name? Dinesh? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we're talking. We're saying real names there. Uh, we, we got hooked up with this guy and what, what, what a terrible, terrible gambler this guy was. And he, how uh, do we even know the story? Like, I, I guess he was well known around the city because he had all kinds of betting places to, yeah, to, to bet he had all kinds of, all debt kinds too, of debt. All. Yeah. That's what it was. So he's like, all right, Pisky, I got this place up in Northern Toronto. He goes, uh, I, I set up a meeting for you. Like, okay, perfect. Thanks, man. Like, okay, give me the address. And, anyways, I went and picked up this guy, and we drove to this. It was like a pool hall, essentially. And, again, North Toronto, we pull into the pool hall, and we start talking to the bartender. And I guess that was his connection. And we start talking to this bartender. This guy's. Older gentleman, all tatted up. He looked like a like a retired biker, actually, because I think he even had the like the denim vest. Do, going do bikers retire? Like, if you're a Hell's Angel, do you get to retire from that? Actually, no. <laughs> yeah, I, was about to say. I don't know if you get to.
1: Re- I don't know if that's a job you get to retire from. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> why, the the
0: oath of uh, Omertha or whatever. Yeah, once you're in, you're in. You, you you can't quit. Yeah, you're right. What am I saying? Yeah. I... The Godfather's going to be pissed at me for not knowing my uh, mob history—that's uh, organized crime history. So, anyways, I go into this pool hall and there is a massive poker game going on in the upper level, and fuck, these guys are like, sketchy. Like, it's—it's—it's it, a pretty sketchy place. A lot of guys in hoodies, haven't really—not clean shaven. A couple of guys kind of look like they smell a little funky too. Not, not a place where I would go to hang out, especially not being really much of a poker player. But poker
1: rooms are usually pretty disgusting, pretty
0: grimy. Yeah, it, it was grimy. You
1: want to find an underground game. That's usually how it is.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So this, yeah, definitely underground. So I start talking with this bartender, retired biker, but he's not retired because you're not allowed to retire. And he's like, okay, uh, so-and-so is going to see you in the back room in 10 minutes. I'm like, okay, perfect. So I'm just hanging out, right? And I had just finished a shift at work, so I'm dressed in khakis and a polo. (laughs) So so eventually the door opens to this back room, and I walk in, and you mentioned the Sopranos a little bit earlier. This was exactly the Sopranos. I walk in. There's a a very large dude sprawled out on a couch wearing a complete Adidas tracksuit. <laughs> and there's, they there's love enough. their Adidas track suits. Yes, yes, they do. Yes, they do. Uh, they got a couple games on, right? There's a couple TVs back there. Uh, it's kind of dark. And, anyways, there's two chairs, one for the degenerate gambler that I'm with, one for me, and a second guy sits in front of me, and it's like face to face. This looks like a job interview, essentially. And this guy that sits down, again, he's got the button-up shirt going, open open chest, chest hair. He's got the gold chains. Like, I'm telling you, this was definitely out of The Sopranos. And so Buddy asks, asks me, like, how can I help you? And I'm like, uh, well, I'm here with my friend. And he told me I could get a betting account. And the guy looks at me and goes, what are you talking about? And I said, you know, like betting, like online betting, like sports betting. He's like, oh, I don't know what you're talking about. And I said, what? Like, that's the reason I'm here. Like, what what, what are we talking about? And he's like, oh, well, you know, we do betting here, but it's amongst friends. You know, I I bet with uh, Giuseppe over there, and, uh, you know, he bets me, and it's all just, like, personal things. And I'm like, what? I said, well...
1: Should I should have asked if you can become, can I be a friend?
0: Yeah, like, I, I don't understand, like, I, I, I'm confused, because this guy tells me that, you know, you can set me up with an account, and, you know, he's like, no, I, I, I don't know what you're talking about, I have no idea what you're talking about, and I'm like, okay, and he's like, well, is there anything else I can help you with, and I'm like, no, no I just, well, yeah, I just, I just want to bet, and he's like, well, I'm sorry, I, that, that's not what we do here so i know he's lying through his teeth anyways i'm like okay no problem thanks for your time give him a handshake and i walk out and you know the the tatted former biker bartender asked me how to go and i said well not good he he told me i he doesn't know what i'm talking about he's like ah yeah he can be like that and i'm like what (laughs) so i i'm totally confused at this point so I, i Jump back in the car, the degenerate degenerate jumps in with me, he apologizes for wasting my time, because now I'm annoyed, and then the degenerate gets a text from the bartender saying, uh, yeah, he thought your buddy was a cop. Like, like the cop's gonna walk in looking like a cop. Yeah,
1: yeah. The cop's gonna look in and try and look like one of you guys. The cop's <laughs> not walking in there in a polo and pretending that yeah, I'm not a cop.
0: <laughs> right? Yeah, I, I couldn't. No, believe possibly... you're just,
1: you're just a dork in a polo. That's it.
0: <laughs> so yeah, the way. So again, everyone in there very grimy. It, it's a, it's a greasy underground poker game in northern Toronto. And I was way too clean cut. Like I had dress shoes on, and 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 khakis, and a polo, and yeah. The guy legit thought I was a cop, and that's why you played completely stupid, <laughs> which he didn't even do a good job of it. I knew, I knew what was going on, right? I kind of got a, got a sense of it right away. Like obviously, you're running shady shit in here. Look at look at this place. <laughs> Yeah. Anyways, that's that's my story of the northern Toronto bookie that uh, would not take us on because he thought I was Officer Pisky. <laughs> yeah, well so, Like yeah. I said,
1: no cop is gonna walk in there dressed like a dress like that. You might as well like what, you might as well just wear a uniform. Like yeah. what's the fuck, what's the point of that? Exactly. Point? Yeah. He's it's... gonna try and fit in.
0: Yeah. I'm I'm not going to a sit down. With a renowned bookie looking like a detective. <laughs> <Right>? Yeah. <laughs> anyway. If you're if you're a detective. If you're a detective, yeah. Like just absolutely wild. Absolutely wild. So that's that's a great story from that. And the other one that we talked about again pre recording Full Dog was the uh the Christmas cards we kept getting from that site. Oh what? yeah. <laughs> that was <laughs> so, a fun one. One so vice. One vice, yes. So, what? so this was
1: a little shitty shop that we decided to take on one year. I noticed that they had separated from a bigger shop, and the guy, one of the guys, tried to do it by himself. And basically, what happened is the backstory of the book is that he ran some bonuses that were a little too ambitious, okay. and he got pounded for hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars by every sharp out there. Everybody. Mm-hmm everybody built up a balance from it and then he couldn't pay anybody so so, so he just... he ended up going back to his old boss what do you what was the question
0: oh yeah no i just i just wanted to you to maybe explain wh- yeah. what was the bonus like what what made it like i don't rem- I, it
1: was like a one time rollover on like 100 percent bonus you can't do that there's math behind bonuses like you have to have a certain number of times the guy has to roll it over to collect juice to pay for it type thing
0: okay that's great info yep So
1: they had, like, some stupid offer out there that everybody took advantage of because it was too good to be true, and it was too good to be true for... They screwed up big time, and he had to crawl back to the old company and ask them to bail him out, and that's when we had a huge balance with them. So the old company didn't want to pay out everything all at one shot, Mm -hmm. so we ended up... What did we work out a deal? It was like $500 a month or something for fucking eight months or something like that
0: yes yes it was yep it was something stupid like something that, like that yeah there was there was multiple uh yeah <laughs> greeting cards and, that came through <laughs>
1: yeah the guy would send it in different the guy would send it in different ways and then at one point it came down to where he was mailing us uh greeting cards from a spot in somewhere else in Ontario mm-hmm. filled with cash mm-hmm. and it's all cool, like it's all cool and stuff when you're sending like happy birthday and merry Christmas. But I remember one specific one. You actually got a Mother's Day card. <laughs> I think I addressed did, yeah. to you. Yeah. You're never gonna get another one of those again. You got no. a Mother's Day card.
0: Yeah, yeah, I did, I did, and you open it up and it was crisp, uh, hundred dollar bills, U.S. hundred dollar yep. bills, and yeah I, I I gotta look for it because I, I told you when we we were laughing about this before I said, okay that's gonna be the perfect throwback Thursday picture that goes up this week i got I gotta look through my stuff because I know I kept one it was some random real estate agent that sent me some sort of maybe it was him that did that said happy Mother's day I, I can't remember the specifics but yes I do remember the the mother's Day one and opening it up and then sending you the picture and getting a great laugh out of you <laughs> was, yeah. like at least make it realistic you're sending to a
1: guy named Alex like come on <laughs>
0: oh man the you know what kudos to them for getting creative
1: no and kudos to them for actually paying because they actually paid us. and that guy went back crawled to his old boss to bail him out and that Mm -hmm. that takes something because he could have just walked away from it all
0: yeah and i remember speaking with him directly whoever the the owner or the manager was i remember speaking with him directly on the phone and he laid out the situation exactly the way you just described it and said look i'm in a jam here and this is how we're going to settle it but you know you have my word that you're going to get paid it's just going to take me time and you're going to be patient with me and, well, for us, as long as we get paid, we're happy, right? It could take... Fucking, yeah, it could take forever. Yeah, it could take forever. If you want to put monthly installments in our pocket, like, by all means, you know what I mean? Like, just make sure you pay us. But they did. They paid every single dollar. And the way it came through, again, was those greeting cards with uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Mother's Day, and all kinds of other shit. So, yeah, that, that that's a funny one to share. And, man... Like thinking back, the, the, those are just two or three stories that we have dealing with bookies. There's there's a lot of others, but
1: oh, there's some of the ones that where we got stiffed. Yeah,
0: yeah. I I think you know what I know we wanted to touch on that, but we're doing really good for time. So I think we should save those and maybe just have okay. like a roasting uh, podcast <laughs> in the coming weeks because I, I
1: I do need to roast that guy at some point.
0: You do, and he has a popular name and and his cousin. Yes. Yes, he has a popular name. So everyone listening to this will know the name of the bookie that stiffed us. And, dude, we've been doing this for, what, 11 years now. How many times have we been stiffed? Three or four. Right? Is that crazy? Like, you you hear about it all the time, about... I guess it's the other way around where players go missing, right? If you owe a lot of money to your bookie, then all of a sudden you just change your phone number, change your address Most and
1: everything. 90% of bookies will pay you and just shut you down just because they don't want to draw heat to themselves. Why are they going to go and cause have you calling the cops going, this guy's a bookie because he won't pay me and shit like that? They'd rather you go away. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm, yeah. That's, it's, it's, that's better
1: right. for, it's better for business, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It's... It's yeah, they why take additional heat when you don't have to? Why take any heat when you don't have to? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you okay over there? I heard, yeah, mic. The,
1: the mic fell.
0: <laughs> Good stuff. Okay, so let's uh let's move along again. This this episode has flown by so far. So, this is the way we got to do it, obviously. We got to crack a cerveza. And we yeah, just you could gotta- have told me. I would have brought some cervezas. I- <laughs> we just we just got to scrap the script and just fucking go at it like we normally do on the telephone. I, I whatever. I, yeah. I think we're at a point now where it, it's comfortable. You know, if if there's little pauses, if if we're sh- going all over the place, whatever. We just got to get it out there. It, it doesn't need to follow a specific script. We're not on radio. We're on a podcast. It's our own thing and. We just do it however the hell we want to do it.
1: Yeah, all we got left now is
0: I got to talk about the Thursday game, and
1: I actually have something for this one, so.
0: Okay, nice. So, yes, the end of every episode, we like to talk about the Thursday game. Tomorrow night, we got the Green Bay Packers at the undefeated Arizona Cardinals. And, this, C- is your, and th- this is one of
1: your first games where you're going to have COVID players.
0: What do you mean by COVID players? COVID
1: people out because Oh of COVID. yeah,
0: yeah, I know. Green Bay's Green Bay getting hammered by that right now. So just quick update on the line, six and a half to the Cardinals, the total is fifty and a half. So what do you got for us, Full Dog?
1: Well, first off, it opened three and a half and it's six and a half seven type type deal now. Mm-hmm. Um What I would like to know is how Devontae Adams is worth four points. If Aaron Rodgers was missing in that game, it would probably move like that. So Good point. Second point on why I would take Green Bay is, have you ever seen Aaron Rodgers' record without Devontae Adams?
0: I have not. And, I, and by the way you're asking that question, I I know you did some research. So let us have it. So
1: so the last two seasons, there were six instances where Devontae Adams didn't play. Aaron Rodgers is 6-0. and Aaron Rodgers has 120 quarterback ratings through these six games. Through the last four, it was 140.
0: This is all without Devontae Adams.
1: This is all without Devontae Adams. He also averages over 300 yards a game when Devontae Adams isn't playing. Wow.
0: See, I would have thought complete opposite. I would have thought they pound the rock. Yeah,
1: well, I have a feeling that he gets zoned in and goes, it's on me. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers does yeah. have that kind of ego, so. he does. Absolutely, he does. Absolutely. So, picks for this week would be, I would take Green Bay plus the seven. And I would
0: also take Tanyan. So, plus the seven, you're saying buy it up to seven?
1: Buy it up to 7 or look for a 7.
0: Okay. Yeah, it's probably coming.
1: It's yeah. It's probably coming. So I would take the plus 7 on Green Bay because I don't agree with the line moving so much just because of Devontae Adams. And I would take Tanyan over who, when Devontae Adams doesn't play, so we had last season two games where Devontae Adams didn't play and Tanya was there. Mm-hmm. He averages 5.5 catches and 74 yards a game. His number right now is 37 and a half at Pinnacle.
0: No, it's not.
1: It was 35 and a half earlier until I played it. So now it's 37 and a half.
0: You, you already did it? You already, you already oh, got already one in there? Oh, already it. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go, folks. This is one that the full dog is giving us and we actually, played, actually it. played it i actually played yeah. it yeah yeah that doesn't happen cuz usually we just usually we just fuck around just to have a good time with with some of these picks and i know some of you out there love them uh, love that we shoot the shit about games at the end of the every episode so this one for full dog actually played he went over 35 and a half uh, for Robert, now you are going to have you're going to
1: have to do 37 and a half now but it's still good
0: yeah that's that's he really had
1: two- He had two games, 50 and 98, when Devontae Adams didn't
0: play. And Tanyan had a pretty good week last week, obviously, because he was my fantasy tight end. And I dropped him, and when Pisky drops players in fantasy, they obviously explode. So, yeah, like this this guy will probably catch three touchdowns tomorrow night.
1: Yeah, well, actually, last year, in the last game that Devontae Adams didn't play... He did catch three touchdowns. Did he? Get out of here. Are you serious? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's
0: hilarious. Wow. That that was not scripted in the slightest. <laughs> Holy shit. So, yeah, no, it, it's totally going to happen. If Again, he's not on Pisky's fantasy team anymore, so Robert Tanyan is the pick of the week, guaranteed.
1: Yeah, last year. It was, last year's, it was a last-year game against the Falcons, Green oh. Bay against Atlanta, and he had two in the – Second quarter and one in the third.
0: That's unbelievable, and the fact that the Arizona Cardinals are undefeated as well. You know, Aaron is. Oh yeah, he wants to beat them. He's got an exclamation point uh, on this game for sure, and it's and yep. it's a prime time game, and this guy, yeah, he has like a crazy. crazy I think that ego. I think I
1: think that line is super inflated.
0: Well, wow, that's uh, that's interesting. That's great insight, dude. Uh, way to go, uh, digging up those stats and everything. Like that's. There's probably a lot of people out there, a lot of like sports casting places that don't even know that shit. So, way to go! Way to, way to bring that to the table. That's impressive.
1: Right. Are we, well, we got to bet on something tomorrow. So,
0: <laughs> good stuff. Now, before we wrap this up, I I need a couple minutes. I, I want to shoot the shit about Survivor with you. What are we What are we doing this week, dude? We're We're on a roll here.
1: <laughs> I think I'm about to break a rule, and I fucking hate breaking rules. But I think it's <laughs> I think it's gonna happen. I hate taking road teams, and. Even the shitty NFL teams have a decent record at home, but I'm pretty sure I'm going Bengals this
0: week. Ah, uh, against the Jets. Now, let's the Jets let everybody... are
1: the, the Jets aren't starting... Uh, the Jets are starting... What's his name? Uh, Mike White this week. Zach right. Wilson's out, so... Right, so yeah,
0: first time or, ever started. Or they
1: might start Flacco, who they just acquired, but that'd be even worse because he doesn't know the playbooks, so...
0: <laughs> well... Let's let's let everyone know that you reached out to me midweek last week and said, "Pisk, uh, I think I think I got to get creative in in fantasy. I'm not taking the Cardinals. I'm still mad mad about that. (laughs) I think I got to go Patriots because you know there's gonna we're gonna be down the line and we're gonna be stuck because we've taken basically every division winner already." So in a few weeks from now, we are going to be like really be pick anything. Yeah, we're going to be really scraping the bottom of the barrel. So he goes, I think maybe with some of our picks because I think we have four left. Uh, yeah, because one of them is Uncle Leo. So, anyways, I incorporated an in artist for the Instagram and everything, but we have four picks left. I, I think you know I got I got to start making some moves. And I'm like, dude, I supported all the way. You went to week 17 or 16 last week. Yeah, and then
1: then I, then I went and kept reading, and I got in my own head and realized the Jets were off a of buy, and I'm like, I can't do that off a of buy. Yeah teams, yeah, yeah, teams off of, Another stat that you guys can look at is that teams off a of buy mm-hmm. they usually do a lot better than uh, anticipated.
0: Yeah, there you go. And yeah, so the full dog got spooked. He texted me right before the picks had to be in and said, "Nah, Pisk, I'm not doing it anymore. Jets are coming off a buy. Don't trust it." Well, obviously the Patriots whooped their ass. Oh, and, bad. Yeah, very bad. Which I, I should have went Mac Jones for my fantasy quarterback last week. I needed to put someone in. I put Sam Darnold. He got me a whole five fantasy points. Yeah. Still pissed off about that. Anyways, we're not going to... And you've won that league with uh, moves <laughs> like that? <laughs> he was playing the Giants. He was playing the Giants like what? he he shit the bed. he was the worst fantasy quarterback he was the worst thing I could have. and I claimed him I claimed him because someone dropped him I'm like oh yes come to papa and yeah okay. yeah, yeah. He, he he got me a whole five fantasy points my kicker got me double that so yeah very painful, very painful but that is fantasy the, the, the fucking yeah. jungle's crazy yeah, yeah whatever I'm not even gonna get into talking about the jungle but it's tight it's tight there's like from second place to eleventh place, it's one game separating us all. So that's nature of the beast when you're playing in a very competitive fantasy football league. Yep. But we can talk more about that in a future episode. All right, buddy. I think I think we're at the end here. Uh, so you're going. A, so that's a wrap. Yeah, I, I think that's a wrap. Yeah, you you went to, you went Bengals. I I can't help but agree with that. But I I'm looking at Kansas City. We're I'm waiting for. That was my
1: original pick when I first looked at the week because, like I said, I always like to take a home team, right?
0: Yeah, yeah but like Kansas City already doo doo you once this season. You're yeah, you're probably well... still pissed at them too, right?
1: Yeah and well I'd rather keep it for the end of the year. I like I said event somewhere we have to start using some of these shit teams and the Bengals seems like a good opportunity this. Yeah,
0: week. it does it does seem like a really good one, but maybe maybe because we have, you know, four spots and we got to make them count. Maybe I will mix in some Kansas City there. Uh but we got to obviously wait for the injury report on Mahomes because I know he has been questionable and he left last game. So I there's no fucking way I'm touching the Chiefs if, if he's not in there, right? Yep. And and yeah. the Giants just doo dooed me with Darnold, so I don't know. Maybe we'll have to think about it a little more. But, anyways, this went really well. I, I think this is the the new standard going forward. Very minimal notes, and it's just going to be me and you spitballing back and forth over some cervezas. What do you think about that?
1: Yeah, well, next time I'll have cervezas. Don't <laughs> You'll <worry>. be
0: ready. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, for not giving you the heads up about that. Yeah. It, was, it was a game time decision, and you know what? It helped the whole thing flow. It was it was it was great. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to episode nine. Thanks for continuing to, to tune in. Full dog, the numbers are actually pretty solid uh, that people keep tuning in as weeks go on. So uh, thank you for everyone for sticking with us and listening to what we have to say. We will catch you all next week for episode 10.